Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Day of the Dad, the new podcast that celebrates the joys, challenges and absurdities of parenting. We'll be going out fortnightly, so look out for it on Monday mornings. I'm Edward, and with me is my co-presenter Keith Stewart. Say hello, Keith. Hello! Uh, Keith is a Guardian columnist and author of the Richard and Judy book club bestseller, uh, Boy Made of Blocks. A Boy Made of Blocks is a funny, moving and heartwarming story of family and love inspired by Keith's own experiences with his autistic son, uh, something I can relate to since I also have an autistic son. Uh, today, our guest star, I'm making a star... I like that. ...is Sarah Turner, better known as the Unmumsy Mum. Hello! Uh, Sarah is the number one best-selling author, queen of parenting blogging, and mother of two boys. Yeah. Most importantly. Uh, exactly, yeah, first and foremost. <laughs> that, actually, that was in most important order. Uh, <laughs> her new book is The Unmumsy Diary, uh, which is out now, published by Bantam, and most of all, we're delighted to have you here. Thank you for having me. How does it feel to be an author second time? <sighs> I, fe- I feel very much like my two books are, it's like your children. Um, Do you have a favourite? Like your children. On different days, yeah. which is just like my children. Yeah. Um, I find that I, it's like more fuss and attention and expectation went into the first one. And then the second one, um, there just wasn't as much time to fuss about it because I was already looking after the first right, one. Right, yes. But I love it in its own special way. And it's learning quicker than the first, presumably. It is, yeah, yeah, exactly. It so, came more easily somehow. Yeah. I, that's not happening with me. Is it not? No. Don't you I'm not, a difficult second book? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing like the Stone Roses second album. <laughs> Got huge amounts of cocaine. Yes. <laughs> bankrupting Little Brown. You told me to do that, Edge. You said that's how I'd get the best ideas just just for our legal people that's not true um so we're going to start today with a quick look at the the news the news in parenting great keith's got a worrying story from the sun so it's obviously entirely true okay yeah you can't yeah so you've got to be careful with it because it's the sun but it's quite but it's one of those kind of classic old kind of lefty parent stories that, okay. the, 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 that the sun and the male often do so so just to point out this is all allegedly may or may not have happened yeah yeah so it's a couple exactly. so it's a couple a kind of off-grid couple as 
they like to call them in the sun nice. mail. Nice. Um, so, I mean, who, who appeared on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's basically it's anyone who's a vegan and eats uh, quinoa, I think. But um, who apparently were on this morning a while ago, and one of their one of their children um, weed on set. But recently on, on this morning, on this morning, yeah. <laughs> okay. And um, apparently they had a visit from social services after they appeared because they're very kind of alternative lifestyle couple. But uh, so the Sun has said that uh, on the, in its headline, off-grid parents left eldest son's placenta attached and treated it like his twin for days until it came away naturally and they threw it off Brighton Pier. Now let's not read any further into the story. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we need to there, do we? Apparently this astounding claim, the Sun says, was made in 2013 and has resurfaced recently. So yes, yeah, so there... So th- the story is that apparently, and it's probably true because it's I Brighton. I've heard of people doing this. So what? The keeping the placenta, keeping the placenta attached, attached, and then, and then, yeah, keeping it attached, and then using various things like you might, perhaps, might have done in in, in the Middle Ages to kind of, um, oh, like, spice like to, to salt it, embark, just so that it's to stop it because it because it, essentially it's going off. Yeah, you need to stop it smelling like it's. I have heard of this. I'm it, feeling so sick. It was right. bad. It was bad enough with our second son, Albie. He um, so they chopped so they uh, when he cut the cord there was a little bit left of his belly button oh, yeah. and that just stunk the house. Oh, <laughs> oh I know, and you so will for it to come off. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. oh, it was just so awful. So fast, I know. He was the stinkiest baby. He really was. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So I take it neither of you did alternative no. parenting, placenta eating, no, whatever, whatever. You didn't put a hat on it. Absolutely not. No, why would anyone do that? Or make it into a hat? Make no. it yes, maybe so. Maybe no, I, so. I, I have a uh, yeah, not such fond fond relationship with the placenta of my second child, and that it actually got stuck. Oh. It didn't deliver spontaneously, so shall we say? So yeah, it had to be manipulated out, which oh. is my husband's lasting. Not by your husband. Not by my <laughs> husband, but he he said he yeah he witnessed something that he can't. We can never unsee. Can it was James. after everything. Oh, James. yeah, it was like a We're going to have to get it out. Yeah, yeah. It was like a sequel. So it, would not, it would not come out. <laughs> oh, so, no. um, a, a little like a twin, you might say. <laughs> <laughs> no. A bit like that, yeah. Oh, no. So, yeah, certainly didn't embalm it and, and keep it. Yeah, cool. I know. I've, I mean, there's lots of stories of how people turn them into pâtés and things like that, isn't there? The placenta yeah. capsules is quite... It's quite a trendy thing, isn't it? You know, you have you, you somebody you, you pay somebody that's trained to 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 basically blend it up and then you you have the, the mother has them because apparently there are Oh, benefits. So turns it into all they turn so into So eat, you eat it as a pill. Is this yeah, like they, they, kind of breast they, milk ice cream? Is it? Ma- in that I don't. Area? I don't know. Apparently, you know. Apparently, people feel that it gives them a. I'm, I'm not but sure. But you wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. No, but you know. Yeah, because I uh-huh. swear by it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, talk, talking of disastrous births, um, if we were, um, I have a similar story here from the BBC. Nice. Uh, okay. From all of uh, two days ago. Uh, uh, the title of which is Father Ties Baby's Umbilical Cord with Shoelaces. <laughs> okay. Which I'm not sure was entirely by choice. Uh, so apparently the baby was born in the back of their car in Londonderry. Uh, they had to pull to the side of the road and the emergency services. Well, he said, the next minute, the baby was out. So I had to throw down the phone and catch her. And I was thinking, how fast are his reactions? Yeah. <laughs> that the baby kind of flew out, the phone went down and he caught, it's sort of Neo from the Matrix. Anyway, yeah. uh, and then he says... Um, then they said, just to keep them both warm, we're going to let you t- get you to tie something round the umbilical cord. I had to take off my shoelace. It was the only thing I had in the car. Oh, no. 
So that's a lesson for all of us that you should have some string in the car just in case you have to tie an umbilical cord. Or, or you know, or some scissors. That you don't mind yeah. ruining. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. sterilised you know. scissors at all times, maybe. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Well, let's uh, should we put those aside nice. and and move on? I think. Well, I think. Can I, did you? Um, did you? Because I cut the cords on both my. Babies, did you? But I didn't use a shoelace. But I did. Did you? I. Did cut the cord, yes, and it feels horrid. Did they give you those weird scissors, yes. which have like the semi arc on them? They're not just yes. not. They're not just they're like not, kitchen. No. They're, they're a bit like left-handed scissors. Yeah. They, they, are. they were really tricky. It was like did some you? sort of. Yeah. But you can't cut. have done this. Sarah. I didn't do it. My husband did it, and he said it was it was weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you know, funny texture. Yes. yes. Not all that magical. It's kind of like it. it was like it was like cutting through. Um, what's the um, what's the squid dish? Calamari. Oh. It's like cutting calamari with plastic. I'm gonna spend this whole episode nauseous. It's cutting calamari with plastic crafting scissors. That's what it was like. Wow, that is magical. It does feel a bit like you're doing an injury to both the woman you love and the baby that you love at yeah, the same let's time. Sever yeah. this bomb. Yeah, <laughs> let's kill these guys. <laughs> this is yeah. over now. Yeah, yeah. and that's the opening back. thing yeah. that you do as a dad <laughs> is break the bond between mother and baby. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let, let's have a look at what has been coming out in the world of uh, entertainment parenting at the cinema, stuff like that. You're so, desperate to move on, aren't you? I really want to get away from the disgusting bodily stuff. We'll come back. There's going to be enough bodily stuff later, let's be honest. Okay. Um, so I'm going to confess I haven't been to the cinema with Child recently because he, he's had a cold and things. Um, so Keith, you've been to see Lego Batman, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, we've been, because we've, got, uh, we've uh, had a new... Well, the, uh, Froome has its own cinema and it closed down for ages and that's just opened up again and it's really, really nice. And uh, it's £4 to go and see a film, so it's brilliant. Yeah. So I'm, pr- I'm pr- practically going to live in that's there. Amazing. For adults as well yeah, as every, Yeah, everybody's £4, it's great. It's probably cheaper to get a train to Froome go to that cinema and come home to London than it is <laughs> to go and see a film yes. in London. Yeah, exactly. Well, we, yeah, we went out for drinks afterwards with my friend and uh, that the, his round was more expensive than, than the cinema. So, but anyway, anyway <laughs> so we went to see Lego Batman with my sons because uh, they really like the first Lego, they like really like the Lego movie and uh, we all really like superheroes. So have you seen... I've Lego seen, Batman? I haven't seen Lego Batman. My, my eldest, Hemi, is big Lego movie fan yeah so everything is awesome so it's now kind of, here's, the, th- here's yeah. the thing we we had a whole conversation around the Lego movie uh, me and uh, Isaac's mum about whether he should watch it so he watched it really liked it but then realised it was quite violent yeah and he's very being autistic it's quite likely to copy stuff now it's quite hard to copy most of what's in the Lego yeah. movie but did you think to yourself was there any point where you thought oh there's a lot of punching in this there are a lot of guns um, there's quite a lot of guns yeah no there is I don't, it feels different in that it's Lego figures somehow fantastical mm, no it's, it, yeah. it's, that, it's one step removed yeah. I feel like whereas yeah so, and other things you saw, even with the Ninja Turtles when you can tell it's people dressed up you know, you're Don't sort start of. Keith on the Ninja <laughs> did you, did you Keith hates the Ninja Turtles. No, oh, no, that's the longest two hours I can't of my bear life. It. We've, they, yeah, I've, I've, we've had it on at home, but I haven't. Um, and Lego really. Batman is that violent? Little, and when I say violent, I mean Lego figures hitting it, each other. It is like literally a lot of Lego figures hitting each other. Um, it's that I don't think it's that violent. It's it's got because um, it's all about the Joker and the Joker's latest plan to take over Gotham City. So there's a little bit of like ridiculous comic book violence in it, but it's not it's not that violent at all. But I thought it was really interesting because it really kind of dealt with Joker and Batman having a bit of a weird relationship, and they and they actually need each other, which is what some of the best Batman comics were always about. You know, the, the Frank Miller and Alan Moore Batman comics so it was, it was quite, a nod to those yeah, yeah it just felt quite mature and it did felt the kids like, like it 
Oh, my kids loved it. Yeah, they went okay. to see it again. That's, let's face it, the later. important but, yeah, but exactly. No, because I think it's important that films to be able to, to entertain adults as well. Like, that's what Pixar are really good at and what Studio Ghibli are really good at. you do have to sit through it, yeah. let's be honest. Possibly exactly. again and again. Possibly, yeah. Especially yeah. if you buy it on DVD. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think it's got to have something in it. But I really liked that. I thought it was really clever, the way they sort of dealt with that sort of kind of weird love affair between Joker and Batman. So I thought it was really good, really, okay. really fun. Yeah. And it was really, really funny. And Will Arner as Batman is just incredible. He's... He, he just inhabits that character in a, in a ridiculous way. And talking of, of the sort of question of violence and what's suitable for young kids, Rogue One, the new Star Wars film, is coming out on DVD. Yeah. Um, and My Son's Six, we haven't done Star Wars yet. There's, okay. That's definitely around the time I think most people start thinking, yeah. are they? So you're, Hen- Henry's five and he's already really into Star Wars. That's what he's I was going to ask. keen on it. Yeah, loves it. And when did you go for it? When did you inter- introduce him? I think it's just they become aware that, you know, because everything is advertising is, is targeted at them and he became aware of Darth Vader before he'd seen any films yeah. or had you know read any books or, or whatever so um, he was just instantly like wanted the costume mm. and then wanted to, do, to go and do a meet and greet at the local toy shop when the stormtroopers came oh, and yeah. kind of um, weird isn't yeah, it kind of it's weird. kind of like go and meet the Nazis he quite <laughs> likes baddies it's really it's, it's like, should oh. I be worried he, he always the birdies bar, bad, the baddies oh, the yeah, baddies, yeah, baddies <laughs> not birdies no I don't think you should be worried that yeah. would be nice <laughs> yeah he, you know he, I don't think he'd have been that interested if it was like come and meet Luke so if but it's it Sean the Sheen yeah but they do have mm-hmm. the coolest outfits though, they do they? yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> it's very true no I, I think I'm I'm waiting for that moment to come presumably your kids being a bit older are very into Star Wars are they yeah so yeah. how old are they 10 and 8 no uh, they're 11 and 9 so and um, very, very early on I being an, it, like being an awful person that I am I banned them from I never told them about the prequels the only way they found out about the first three films was they went round to the friend's house <laughs> and saw the DVDs and they were like what are these no. three more Star yeah I just didn't illicit I, uh, Star Wars yeah yeah. Oh so have they watched Road One yeah Yeah. so did your kids like it um, yeah they, they did it was a lot darker than the other films I think it had a quite a different mood to it have you seen have I haven't seen Road One oh no. okay then yeah, I loved I felt, it I have to say yeah I really, it was more like kind of Magnif- Magnificent Seven sort of a thing vibe to it mm. it was really good that's some amazing uh, big special effects moments as well it's quite slow to start yeah I can imagine it might be tricky for young I don't think it's suitable for younger kids actually no. I think it's probably mm. more like 9, 10 I think it's that kind of age yeah I think so probably I think so. it is a war film okay let's <laughs> let's move on from war films what do your kids read at the minute um, they are they um, they really like um, is it Alex Ryder mm-hmm. and they like the David William, uh, Williams books okay yeah, yeah. they're flying so, aren't they yeah so, so Blob Blob is the new one I yes, think yes they've got I bought them that and they've read that and do they love it? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. And they like um, Diary of a, a Wimpy Kid as well. Yeah. So all the best. So they like the bestsellers, basically. Yeah. Yeah. They, they like the bestseller chart. Yeah. yeah. And what about your kids? My, my, so yours uh, are four and five. Five and two. Five and two. Um, and <laughs> they, they're, well, they're very, now, now that Henry's at school, they are very easily led by what's in vogue at the moment. So, you know, mm. whatever. that they've, they've got and have read all of the Julia Donaldson books. Oh, they're great, um, though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they are great. I try and, I try and always bring in the books that I liked so like Not Now Bernard yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, Five Minutes Peace and all of those kind yeah. of yeah and the Alan Alba yeah yeah yeah, yeah all of those it's interesting the, the earlier yeah. ones are, are, are like quite dark aren't they because Not yeah. Now Bernard's actually pretty dark it's so dark um, my dad used to love it and I because there's a, you, see, you only read it on one level don't you as a child you know it was kind of and then yeah. it, I think 
as, as you get older, you appreciate it's probably slightly darker than what yeah, you Yeah, and about loneliness and, and growing thought. up. Yeah. And being ignored by your being parents. Being ignored, yeah. yeah. And, and bread and jam for Francis, which I think is broadly speaking about OCD. Okay. It's about having to line it up and make it all yeah. come out even. I've not heard of that one. Yeah, it's a good no. one. And it's the tiger a, came to tea. Some people say it's about Nazis. Some people say it might be about um, alcoholism. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a lot. I get a lot of messages from people that are saying that they're clearly, have, it's clearly, you know, some sort of trip. That, you yeah. know, that, that they're... That's but she's denied it, hasn't she? But yeah. Who 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 knows? Yeah. But, we, but not now, Bernard is because you know like I will. We, we say it. So if the kids are saying you know can can have a snack or whatever, we'll say not now, Bernard. Good. Um, and yeah. then they're like, oh, I understand this short. Yeah. Act. <laughs> <laughs> it means you don't want to look at me. Yeah. Well, exactly. One day you should you should dress as a monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and have, have you never been tempted to write fiction yourself? I I kids have. Um, yeah, I have been, um, but I'm just. I'm just not kind of sure where to where to go with it. What's you next? I um, do you think you would? So you've only written non-fiction. I've only written so non-fiction so far. Yeah. So so I guess you've got options. Haven't you? you could go Keith's route, which is kind of write about being a parent and the relationship between yeah. parents and children, or you could write kids' books, yeah. or you could write something entirely. Something Have you, so different. which do you think you would well, go with? I think the most obvious move for me would be to, to the fiction fiction version of the blog which means I could ha- I'd have much more of much more freedom to to do and say what I want because it wouldn't be me yeah because you know, now, yeah. now I've got to school age I've got to be slightly mindful of the fact that there are school mums reading my course, blogs yeah. and stuff whereas you know you can put people as characters and yeah and, and yeah the, I just, the, the, the possibility I like the idea of playing with you know coming up with characters and playing with their lives and, and deciding how it all works, pans out. Yeah. But the sort of books that I read, I prefer, like, thrillers or or things where there's a bit of a, a twist. Uh, yeah, is, what is it? Do you do you write the sort of stuff that you enjoy reading or do you write the stuff that's the most natural yeah. fit move? Yeah. yeah. You should with... co- combine them and do a thriller about <laughs> incompetent parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What, they lose their child in a well, supermarket I don't and know. twist the child I in eggs. <laughs> Aisle seven when you thought it was in aisle three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There they yeah, are. Plot twist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. There's your answer. So, yeah, yeah. So who knows? Um, yeah. And how did you first get into writing the blog? What What made your decision to? I so do that? Um, I was working part time at the University of Exeter. I wasn't feeling particularly fulfilled in my career. I'd left my job in finance mm. because I'd become a mother, and it was basically a six day a week job. You know, um, yeah. and they they agreed that I could go back and work four days, but with like five to six days worth I of targets. Meant, I thought you meant parenthood was. Six <laughs> <days>. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah, and on the Sunday, dad, my, yeah. dad takes over and takes them <laughs> I, to the swings. Yeah, and on the Sunday, yeah, the CBBS is the babysitter. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I was working part time, and um, I was I, Henry was one. Jude hadn't was yet to be conceived. And I think I was just feeling a little bit disillusioned with the whole thing. I was finding it incredibly hard being a mum. And everything that I found online just didn't marry with what my experience was. Mm. It was all quite glossy. Um, there was a lot of hashtag blessed. Um, <laughs> and I wasn't I wasn't feeling like that. So I decided I would write something of my own. And do you think that's a, a sort of social media problem? I've got a quote from you here from, I think, September saying, social media is not real life. Yes, yeah. No, that, that is... But then you did decide to go and yeah. do it yourself. Yeah, I think I think I just... I, I, I thought it's one of two things. It's either that I'm a massive accident of motherhood and, and I'm, I'm, I'm generally just not cut out for it. I did think that for some time. Yeah. Or there are lots of people that are struggling 
and they just don't they selectively edit what they put online to map you know to like a show reel of best bits yeah because there is a lot there is a hell of a lot of judgment in parents so isn't much, it yeah. and i think it's a lot of guilt and a lot of judgment yeah and i think the two are inextricably linked yeah um, but it's only made worse by the fact that people aren't necessarily always honest about how they're finding it. So yeah. um, if you're if you're having a bad moment, I get lots of messages from mums with postnatal depression that will say, you know, I know social media isn't, it's just a snapshot of somebody's life. However, when you're feeling terrible and you scroll through and you just see wall to wall, absolutely loving this, best thing we've ever done, it just makes yeah. you feel more inadequate. Yeah. So the idea was to kind of counterbalance that with a bit of reality, I guess. Yeah. And do you think, uh, I'll put this to both of you, do you think there's a difference between the way that men and women are expected to be perfect uh, <laughs> parents? Uh, so from my point of view, I think men are almost expected to be klutzes, which is just as annoying in its own way. Cause it's yeah, like, it's patronising, isn't it? Um, but women are expected to be perfect, yeah. do you think? Yeah, maybe. I think that... I think- Parenting fails have become like a thing where you know it's 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 almost trendy to share things where everything's gone a bit tits up. Yeah. But I think it it's almost funnier or more expected if it's a dad fail. Um, and is that just because then all the mums can go, ha ha, look how useless they are. You know, so that I don't really like that element of it. And was there a point where you were like, can I share this? Is that too bad? Um. Yeah, but I've never not men shared it I've always gone I had a post-it note when I was writing the second book I had a post-it note with a question mark at the top that was basically things that I might take out and I didn't take any of them out really oh, yeah was there anything that got really close that um, was just too embarrassing or no too bad? not really no anything that anything that directly involves my husband I will run past him so mm. in the first bit there's a whole chapter about sex after having kids but I, I said I basically <clears throat> put the chapter under his nose but it had already been like typeset and was just like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now it would, it would be room. really annoying to make any that's changes a, at this stage yeah, but, right um, but, but yeah, uh, yeah like see what you think but he's fine he's, yeah he's fine um, it's a bit I think it's a bit strange for him now with the school years mm. we had a couple of school mums kind of say so weird I can't look James in the eye because there's that bit in the first bit where he has to milk you because your breasts get engorged and uh, now they're like <laughs> chatting about phonics at the yeah. sound table <laughs> <Yeah>. morning James <laughs> those are strong hands James. yeah strong yeah exactly um, so yeah that is a bit weird but, um. <laughs> saying to him oh you're milking this for all it's worth <laughs> <laughs> Can we squeeze more out of it? Yeah, exactly. Oh, dear. Oh, that's sweet. Do you think, like, because I felt that the same same as you about parenting, that I felt completely, like, I felt that there were lots of people I knew that sort of dropped into it reasonably naturally. Yeah. And they would, their complaints would be, ha, 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 I had three hours sleep last night. Well, laugh anyway. I've got all the kids off the, the ballet lesson and everything's fine. Yeah. Whereas I... I And whipped up a casserole. Yeah, before, yeah. exactly. Yes. And then there's people that do those checklists, isn't there, that all go on Facebook and go, casserole cooked, done. Uh, husband <laughs> sent to work, done. Yeah. The children at ballet, done. And Glass think, of wine oh, in hand. Yeah. yeah, it's always that. It's whereas always uh, whereas yeah. we're collapsed with a whole bottle of wine on the sofa, having failed everything. But I just feel like I didn't feel a natural parent. No, well. I think it's because you have all these expectations that come from everything that you read and see, you know, films, TV, all of that sort of stuff. Where it's like there's, especially from the birth. I mean, we've been talking about births being perhaps not quite so magical already, but no. where this almost maternal or paternal cloak is almost bestowed upon you in that in the delivery suite and then you've and then you've just got it and, you, yeah. and it, but it's not like that you kind of have to get to know your child like you would anybody else yeah I think. yeah it, it, it sort of makes me think a little that moment where you get handed a baby and they're like okay off you go yeah it makes me think of if you never learned to drive a car and then someone gave you a car and they're like okay drive it home 
Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's exactly like that. Yeah. yeah. And then you and, and and also babies are a bit of a lottery in terms of if you get one that sleeps or doesn't sleep very well or you know feeds well or doesn't feed well. So a bit like the driving thing. It's just you know whether or not you you you're driving home at you know rush hour yeah. in Swindon or <laughs> or you know if it's. Um, yeah, just a, a calm, peaceful night drive home. You know, they, like, everybody's different, aren't they? Yeah. But do you think there was ever a point where you went, okay, I get this, I get how to do this? Um, I think it's kids are very good at when you when you're feeling rubbish. Kids are, are can be quite good at making you feel even more rubbish, but they can also <laughs> be good at kind of bringing you out of that. So there are a couple of times when I just thought I'm just not cut out for this, and then something would happen. Like uh, we, I think we were at the park, and, and Henry was about 18 months old, and he'd fallen over. And then the instinct, the instinct from him to look for me, you know, to search where's mum, and then to come over, is just that moment when you think, well, I must be doing something right. There's clearly a bond here yeah. you know? <laughs> in his time of crisis. He's, he's forgiven me. Yeah, nobody. But almost in those moments when nobody but the parents will do. And yes. you think actually we've, we're on to something here. Yeah. At you least know? you didn't pick out the wrong mum. No, yeah, exactly. That would have been, that or would the wrong really child. That would have been yeah. like, oh, come down, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And or they'll or they'll pick up a they'll pick up a new skill or something. There's times when you're really exhausted and you just can't face anything, and suddenly, like when you know when they're like yeah. eighteen months or something, they'll pick up something new and they'll like surprise you with something. But yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I definitely felt it was such an effort to, and I also think like. I don't know how you feel, but I think we expect our own lives to extend much longer. Like my parents like had their children when they were like twenty one or twenty two, yeah. and that was it. They were parents then. Yeah. Whereas I still expect to be able to play video games and go to the pictures. Yeah. And get drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're not. You're not allowed. You're, you're certainly not allowed to have a have a hangover as a parent. Oh. Apparently, I've had lots of comments about this this week because I wrote a piece for GQ online about it was just like how to survive a hangover as a parent, and it was a, I just said you know play the extended version of hide and seek where they they hide and you never seek them <laughs> and um it went it, you know on, on the larger scale it went down well but then i had a lot of messages from people that were like you shouldn't get a hangover as a parent um you know it's it's, it's self it's it's not only is it self-inflicted but you know if you know you're having a heavy night that's likely to lead to a hangover because i kind of said you know like prepare in advance yeah. get food in for the freezer that you can easily yeah. cook up the next day yeah. you know if, if if you got to a level where you're preparing to have a hangover you must be a terrible parent so there's a lot of that this week yeah. Oh, that's terrible yeah. that, you sort of think of victorian working class parents they must yeah. have been constantly hammered on <laughs> surely you yeah know. But it probably wasn't a hangover because they just kept going that's true children were hammered too yeah. so it was fine is that really difficult to, is that really difficult for you to deal with I don't find it difficult now mm. um, I did I did find it really difficult because I existed in a bubble online for a little while where everybody said really nice things and it was quite easy to be like yeah it's great I'm going to post this post and it'll have X number of thousand views and people will love it and then it gets to a certain level when you realise actually people really don't always love it you know you can't mm. please all of the people all of the time um, so yeah and initially I used to take every comment to heart and and you know, have like really dramatic strops where I'm like, I'm deleting all my pages. Yeah. Um, and then realised actually I couldn't because for, <laughs> for the non-fiction books I was contractually obliged. My social media, social media pages. It's not quite going. so romantic. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm gonna delete I'm it. Gonna, oh, no, I'm obliged to keep my book on this Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, it's it is hard. It's probably the worst. You know, the worst. All the lowest bits of kind of living your life online are when people have a pop. Also, we've been subjected to mail online comments because some of my blogs have been picked up and, and, and cross-shared um, online no. which you know so you were in we, the sidebar of shame so I was in the sidebar of shame and then 
then did what you should never do, which is you go below the line of the comments. <gasps> oh, Just God. don't do it. No. Pete knows this as a yeah. Guardian columnist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the- they're quite gentle with you. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, compared to, yeah. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Maybe let's steer away from the Guardian comments. Line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it, do you ever read... So your uh, books have overwhelmingly positive reviews, both of you, actually. Um, yeah. Do you ever read the one-star oh, reviews? Oh, yeah. I, I've, I've read all of my one-star reviews at least five times and not read very, all that many of my five-star reviews. Why? Why would you do that? I don't know. It's just that... It's that it's, I think it's mostly a curiosity thing. If I'm kidding myself, I'm not going to read these. I'll just scroll past. And then I think it's better just to get it out of the way and just mm. to know. Um, Is it, did it affect the writing of the second book? No, no, because the people that the people that left a one-star review will clearly not buy the second one. And, um, mm. uh, you know... Although you're never sure. Or you never know. No. You know. Or it's when they leave a one-star review and it was like the package, it, it came very badly damaged. The yes. packaging was really badly damaged. One star. And I'm yes. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, Keith? Um, I've 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 got I've got a, I've got a one star review. I did read that. A, a and it one was, star review. Yeah, and it was um, someone who just said, "Oh, I just hate Minecraft." What, uh, one out of five. So, so just to explain in the book, the uh, dad bonds with his son over Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just in case people haven't yet read. Yes. Our boy made a block uh, available now on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's Love outrageous. That. Yeah, I read. I do read them. Did you find that more came later in the life cycle of the book? Because I think you know, as it generates a little bit of word of mouth. Yeah. Because I've I've picked up more since yeah. it's been since it's been doing better. Yeah, definitely. I, I think I think I've still only had about fifteen one star reviews, and there are nearly six hundred reviews. So it's yeah. not it's not too bad. That's and yet good. still I, I I've read all of. Good. I <laughs> still I've read all of those. Yeah. You know, I pin them up on um, your wall. Yeah. And do you think, um, I think we mentioned sort of fiction and parenting yeah. fiction. What do you think makes a great novel about being a parent? And there, are there any that you can think of? Um, Apart from uh, Boy Made of Vlogs. Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I think um, we gave you five passes oh, last okay. time. Oh, okay. I've, I've, I've I'm getting four already. To, I think you're on four. Um, you should have an alarm that goes off. <laughs> yeah, can we, 
Yeah, I'm looking at our producer Louise. Louise, can we get a sort of uh, a, klaxon. Pl- a plug klaxon? <laughs> the guests can get away with it. That's fine. Can you look into it? Okay. Yeah, you should. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm uh, watch this space. I think. Thank yeah. you, producer Louise. So we were talking about um, fiction and parenting. Do you think there's any really good uh, fiction novels about parents that you would recommend? Yeah, the, the um, Alison Pearson's "I Don't Know How She Does It" is the first book that I read as a parent, where I was like this does sound a little bit like my life. So, so even though it's... Because she was... It was all about her desperate juggle to do everything um, and not feeling like she was doing a particularly good job of anything because she was trying to do it all. Yeah. So, that's, that's it was quite funny. a bit of its time, was it? was funny, yeah. It was, it was good. Um, and when she was a journalist too, I yeah. think. Yeah. Didn't Pitts, she write for... Uh, yeah, she wrote for Evening Standard. Yeah. Was she a for, uh, probably still else. is. And yeah. uh, I wonder if there's something about... Uh, because both of you have come from sort of that journalism or blogging or whatever yeah. you know that, that non-fiction background I wonder if that helps when you're talking about being a parent because you can get that authenticity yeah that sort of analytical thing yeah maybe yeah maybe I think I think blogging really helps doesn't it because obviously it gives you like um, inc- like it allows you to express your emotions and yeah, fears and, and, and also like try, to try different things out because mm. you know in the earliest days of the blog I had no followers like zero followers and mm. I'd have like five page hits and then I'd realise that they were all my page hits because <laughs> I hadn't turned off my own page views <laughs> so you, I, I had there was like nothing to lose I could just write what I, and, and, I, and, and I think my style evolved so early on I read back some of those and it almost doesn't sound like me but it was mm. just me because I hadn't written about anything for a while so it was putting it out there and then gradually I don't know. You find you know you found find the. Do you think writing's actually helped you as a parent? Yeah. And would you recommend even if people weren't going to yeah. do it as a blog, they were just yeah. going to do it as their own diary? Would you advise people just to try writing? I stuff would. Down? I found it yeah incredibly cathartic to just be able to put it put it all out and make sense of it. Sometimes with blog posts, I would start off in like angry about something, ragey about something that had been said or I'd been judged about doing something at a baby group or, and I would start furiously typing and by the end of it I'd kind of talked myself round so the conclusion was kind of but we should all be more supportive and blah 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 and almost like would calm yeah calm myself down and and think I've sounded it out and that wouldn't have if it just I just left it to my head it just would have probably driven me mad yeah putting it down on paper made sense of it yeah I do the same sometimes when I'm writing op-eds about something that's happened in the like video games industry and technology I'll start off going oh my god this happened I'm I'm really cross about it and I think okay I should give some of the background of what this thing is and why it's happened (laughs) then I'll start thinking oh my god it's very clear why this thing happened and I'm I'm not angry anymore (laughs) and that's the end goodbye filed but yeah I think there's something about processing what happens to you in your life through just writing it down and also it's a it's a um, I, I used to I used to keep diaries like as a teenager, and so sad I got rid of them all because it was just oh, too no. cringe. Yeah. Like, when you go, you know, and late in your late teens, it's you can't bear the thought of what's written in them and the fact that somebody could get hold of it. So I think I burnt them, and then no. and now oh. I'm just mourning that. And now you've just loss. published the unmoms yeah. diary. Now that, could, been now that could have been book three. The young the teenage <laughs> yeah. Years. Yeah. yeah, the teenager um, just cashed in on that. <laughs> you could have had years I of free could. books. I know. But, Sue um, Townsend kind of style. Yeah, yeah. Not that she wrote free books. I'm just saying. No. <laughs> she, she wrote. I've got. Stories. I've got this horrible feeling. I I used to write really awful teenage <laughs> angst poetry. Me too. Some, nice. Some Me of too. which. Some of which I gave to. A uh, girl that I knew at the time, no. and I've just got a horrible feeling no. that, that might come back <laughs> <laughs> to bite me in the ass. 
<laughs> were they like my terrible teenage poetry? Basically, why doesn't she love me? Why doesn't she love me? I want to have sex. Why doesn't she love me? <laughs> Was it basically that with occasional? I don't think they were that good. No, <laughs> they didn't have that depth. Didn't have that meter. <laughs> yeah, that was a hype uh, just there. Yeah. Um, no, they were about. Oh, isn't life unfair? Oh, I'm listening to too much Smith. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you'd be doing it on YouTube. Yeah. You oh my God. Vlog- but this is it. the thing. This is the thing now. Is for mm. all these vloggers, you know. It's it's like an on it's like an online diary, but it's worse than you know. Yeah, my stuff that I've written is out there, and you know yeah. it's kind of immortalized on the internet. But um, it's not me sat in my bedroom crying about no, stuff that's, that's happening. So it's true. different. Yeah, because yeah, you can't you can burn your diaries, but you cannot burn YouTube. No, so, no and like, exactly. And, and like the, 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 so there's kids that like there's um, vloggers who are like 15, 14, 15 who are yeah. literally crying on screen. I know. And. And like they've got you know hundreds of thousands of followers. I know, and it doesn't feel right. You almost want you want to step in and protect them. Yeah, don't you? You feel like this isn't. Um... Although although I have to say most of them seem quite well managed now. They're not. Yeah. Pre- they are not doing. Why doesn't he love me? Why doesn't he love me? I want to have sex. They are no. doing <laughs> slightly more well yeah, thought out be... reasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's stuff. still they're still talking about their lives and emotions in a really kind of frank and open way. Uh, and then they I don't know when they're twenty, when they're twenty four, twenty five. So how would you feel if your kids wanted to do vlogging? I think I would. I think I would probably know enough by that point with you know, the people I've met and stuff to be able to say right, fine, if you're going to take it seriously. But you know, these are the things that I wouldn't want them to do it too young, kind of entertaining. I can't. I mean, Henry now it's a it's a sign of the times of a child who's who, who's obviously growing up with at least one parent that's on social media quite a lot because whilst I don't do YouTube videos and stuff. I do do like I'll occasionally do like Instagram stories, you know. So I'll film like our day. And Henry said the other day, and he's five. Hi Instagram. So just got back from rugby tops. Started um, and there, my dad was quite upset because he's because Henry started saying so at the start of his sentences, and my dad's saying there's just no need for that. It's that youth speak. He's got this is from YouTube. He's getting that from YouTube. It's not so anything. It's not you know. In fairness, I think we used to do that with tape recorders. Yeah. And and like do the news. Me and my sister would do this is the news. Yeah. Yeah. Oh me, I did that with my. Next on Eber. What yeah. now? Uh, no, not <laughs> did. Did that's Sorry. past tense. I thought you said do that. No. <laughs> Sit yeah. down and take recording. Get the old Walkman out. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is the news. Uh, so Sarah, what are you working on now? Um, What's uh, after the? the I, do you know? What? I don't actually know at this stage. So I'm doing a couple of months of fairly heavy book promotion, and then for the second book, and then I'm ju- I'm just not sure. I think it, book three is definitely on the cards. I just haven't decided quite which direction to, to go with it. Yeah, no, the teenage. I my vote's parental uh, thriller. Yeah, uh, bad parent thriller. <laughs> Set in a supermarket. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. It can be anywhere you want. Oh, no. It can be an open market. The girl left on the train. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, though, is it? When you become a parent and you can't bear, you know, so like the missing and things, you can't bear to, can't watch, you can't watch no. it. It takes on a different, a different meaning. Yeah. But, um, whereas in when it's <laughs> when I'm reading fiction and it's like an adult that's gone missing or has been stabbed, I'm right in there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If it's a young child, no, no, it's too much. Yeah. yeah so I don't, I don't know yet, but probably I, I imagine I'll be doing another book, um, probably next year. Well, what, what it's going to be? I what are you? Are you kind of trepidous at all about your ch- children reading your books? No, but I, ha- I do feel like I've come to a bit of a crossroads in that I don't know how much more I want to document of Henry's mm. upbringing, being that he's five and he's at school, and I'm not sure if the warts and all type thing will 
embarrass him yeah um, other kids might see yeah which which um, when i started the blog i never had that you know there's been all this stuff recently an article came out and um and in, in, in originating in france where they'd said that actually you know really you you could be sued in the future because you haven't got your kids permission to put them on the internet you know and, and you shouldn't be but obviously at the beginning i never thought people would read it so I, I you know i have shared pictures of them um mm. so it's very much out there now that you know that's that's already happened but um now he's at school i'm a bit more wary about mm. what i share so um yeah. unfortunately which is unfortunate for jude who's two and a half and now i'm like well it's fair game for him so the other day when we when i updated on you know standard parenting world of potty training and i just said you know win for the day as jude's done his first wee in the potty yay um <laughs> the failure of the day is that he then proceeded to shit in the dvd cupboard which oh, was all over despicable me too so read right, that what you will yes, as a review we couldn't salvage that one wow. um so he yeah he lost despicable we me lost, too we, in a terif- horrific we did, shitting yeah <laughs> and i was on the phone this is the the whole juggling thing i was on the phone to my publicist from Transworld at the time and I just I'm really I'm sorry I've got to go Judy's just pooed in the DVD cupboard and she's like right okay um, and that, and that was that yeah so. brilliant oh no um, so look we ask all our guests to do a one minute quiz yeah Keith is going to mark you okay this is not optional oh. each one not. is out of ten it's ten so there's ten questions each one out of ten so you get a score out of 100 at the end I think a pass mark is what 60 I, yeah I'd say well, or I mean, is it a bit less than I that think pa- I think we'll pass you on 50 Pass uh, on fifty. That's what, what, ha- what happens if I fail? Do my do you, do I lose my kids? Well, we do have this. We <laughs> do just take one. If that we've helps. got a sponsorship yeah, okay. deal with social services, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where we've got like a hotline. Uh, okay, we're sponsored by Despicable Me Too. <laughs> yeah, actually. yeah. yeah. So, you, so you're getting nothing. <laughs> Hit me. I'm ready. Yeah. Okay, okay, you ready? Yeah. Have we got Have you got a clock? We need to. We need to. It's going to go over a minute. Let's okay. Oh, it's a minute. One minute quiz. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Best thing about being a parent. The laughter. The worst thing? Tiredness. What's your favourite tactic for getting a child to behave in a restaurant? Bribery. <laughs> More specificity, please. <laughs> um, iPad, chocolate, yeah. All, all, all coercion. Okay, interesting. I can see Keith being harsh on the marks for that one. Uh, <laughs> will you friend your kids on Facebook? No. One thing your parents did that you've sworn not to repeat and have? Oh, oh that's a tricky one. Too many long walks at the weekend because they were so boring. And, and me and my sister, that scarred us for life. And now you realize. To enjoy your weekend. <laughs> yeah, and now you realise weekends are long. Yeah, but now scarred I like it. Now I like going to Dartmoor and I think it's starting again. <laughs> it's history repeating itself. Let's all go up to Haytor. There's a thriller <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, that, that's where Hator. it starts. That's it. <laughs> Most annoying things that other parents do. That you don't. Or think. Brag. <laughs> <laughs> Most disgusting parenting moment. Possibly licking snot from Henry's nose when I couldn't find anything else. Oh my <laughs> God, what's wrong with your sleeve? I've heard loads of people like sucking um, snot out. No! Oh, no. I, I knew it. we were going to end up back I at just, body horror. I just caught it. <laughs> David Cronenberg all over again. Worst name you've ever heard or considered for your child? Not, not considered, but I did hear of a Mercedes... Merce- I think it was Mercedes... Tallulah, like a double barrel. Lovely. Which I th- and I thought that they were quite interesting. That's a, that's a tenner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Crocs, yes or no? For kids or for adults? I didn't specify. Oh, no. One piece of advice that you'd give anyone shortly to become a parent? Take each day as it comes. Very good. 
Thank you. Sarah Turner, that was your one minute quiz. Thank you. Oh, okay. Keith. I've got a sweat on. <laughs> Keith, take us through the mark. Right, I've got to add it up now. I'm, I don't, I'm not. Not again. Yeah, Man does calculations on podcasts. <laughs> Well, I think you've done you, pretty well. How do you think you did? All right, I think. Yeah, yeah. pretty safe. Some the pretty, snot was pretty dramatic. Yeah, yeah, that was some, pretty dramatic. Was it wasn't. Good I, I'm not proud of that moment, but no, it sticks in my mind. It's pretty dark. Yeah. The iPad, pretty standard answer, I would yeah, say. Yeah, this is What is true. that? Is that a hundred? It should be out of a hundred. Right, yeah, I've got something wrong. It's kind game. of the fail safe. It is a fail and safe. And Henry plays games on the iPad. Do you, so you allow the games? Yeah. Yeah. Educational games or just no, games? No, no actual games. Whatever the Mario one is for, you can get the app. Mario Run. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, I think that's the one. Oh, there we go. Okay, so I've added it up. We have a mark. The mo- it's not. <laughs> Am nil- I going to lose think- my kid? I know it's yeah. not nil well, quiet, is I it? I can tell your kids are safe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So you it's have like bullseye. Your kids are safe. <laughs> <laughs> your kids are safe. Yeah. And here's the boat you have on. Yeah. Uh, you got eighty-two. Ooh, oh, I think that's yeah. our highest mark. Yeah, that's yet. the best one so far. It certainly beats Stuart Heritage. We'll check back on the scummy mummies result, but I okay. think you're winning. I think they were in the seventies. I, I think they were yes. in the seventies. Yeah. So that you are. <laughs> yeah. So thank you very much. Oh, thank you for having thank me. Thank you, Keith. Thank you. Uh, the Unmumsy Diary is out now, published yep. by Bantam. Yeah. And A Boy Made of Blocks is out now, published by Sphere. Both very fine books. Go and buy both of them. Yay. Uh, thank you very much, everyone. Uh, say goodbye, Keith. Goodbye, Keith. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>